Well, well, well. Whoa. T. T dog. Big T dog. Easy E. Easy E. It's going so well. I just got back from my local second wave coffee shop. I picked, oh, yeah? up, picked up a 16-ounce beverage, which is way too many fluid ounces. I, That's a, a whole pint, bro. I know. I have an um, Italian perspective on beverages, <laughs> which is that they should never, ever exceed eight ounces. That's why I only get tasting flights at breweries. Uh-huh. Uh, like, six-ounce glass, glass of wine. <laughs> like, a but... flat white doesn't exceed. Like, you ever buy a flat white over – if you get a flat white that's over 10 ounces, you are, you're getting scammed. Mm-hmm. It is the Americanization of beverage sizes that mm-hmm. gets me to stay up all night as well, Ty. But do it's you, true. when you get a flight of beers, do you get all the same time, same type? <laughs> That's like the the technicality to get around my golden rule of beverage mm-hmm. ordering. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'll just have a taster size, but give me like eight of them. Um, no, I have too much of a lust for life to commit to one type of beer like that. And that is true. Too much of a ta- taste to commit to this McMansion of a cup <laughs> right now. This is so fucking mm-hmm. big and ugly. Mm-hmm. For the listeners, he is holding a plain white um, hot con- contents mug uh, with a black plastic lid. Doesn't look very compostable to me, Ty. No, um, it's not. So does this, do you say a second wave coffee shop? Yeah, I actually so JJ Bean. (laughs) No, um, it was a it's a local joint near my house. Uh, hence the completely unmarked packaging. But Mm -hmm. get this, I got to for the very first time flash my actual vaccine passport to enter the establishment. Wow, it was a sweet flex. Wow, that's great. So, for those listening here in Canada, we now are required to show a BC. I guess in British Columbia, have to show a vaccine passport. And can you tell me how, how you like presented it? Did you have it printed out like a boomer or did you have it saved to your wallpaper on your, on your iPhone seven? <laughs> uh, well, I went, I went with the boomer move. I like the printout. I think it's fun to flash a card. It's only made of paper though. So I didn't get that satisfying clink when I passed it to the barista, but um, I'm, I'm assuming like based on my like very like aggressive dining routines i'll probably have this card destroyed by the end of the month like just based mm-hmm. on like wear and tear put it in right. an old puddle of beer so so riddle me this ty uh the vaccine passport here is a qr code did the minimum wage 16 year old barista scan your vaccine passport with like some alien technology or uh, how did it i would imagine that would be what happens you'd think they would scan it but no they just gave a quick glimpse they said yep double moderna purebred he's welcome in this establishment move oh, wow. along but so i do have a, i have a hot take for you i think i think they're moving to a qr code based system and between scanning your vaccine passport and scanning menus at restaurants i'm starting to think this entire pandemic was engineered by like the qr code guys in order to like big qr codes so that there's a use for their fucking technology qr codes have been around for like two decades and no one has ever wanted to use them until what this year seems a little suspicious don't you think that is very suspicious um has anyone looked into whether or not big qr is headquartered in wuhan china (laughs) 
<laughs> because there might be a uh, little bit too many coincidences, if you ask me. Yeah, this is the uh, not the Da Vinci Code. This is the Wuhan Code. Mm-hmm. It's in- entirely possible that there is a QR code wing at the uh, respiratory illness lab mm-hmm. <laughs> in Wuhan. <laughs> yeah. So that's today's conspiracy. Wow. Um, that, that makes a whole lot of sense to me. And I've never used QR codes this much either. Like, I didn't even know on the iPhone that if you just point your camera at it, it opens like a notification for QRs. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know that was a thing. I thought it was yeah. just like, you had to get some like crazy antiquated app to do it. Tim Crook is in on this conspiracy. <laughs> Maybe mm. that's why they call it them QAnon. QRAnon. QRAnon. That's, a, wow. So there's a QR, QRAnon uh, special task force within Apple that's just in direct communication with uh, China. And mm-hmm. uh, they are engineering this new trend. Mm-hmm. The uh, contemporary hieroglyphics of our society. Mm-hmm. So there is like, um, like you could call it like an Avengers, um, like a conspiracy here where you have, you know, big, big uh, pharma. You got vaccines making billions of dollars here. You got, mm-hmm. um, you got politicians who are mm-hmm. able to implement emergency acts and do whatever they want without mm-hmm. any pushback. You have big QR anon who is, mm-hmm. um, you know, pushing their technology on everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, what else we got here, Ty? Well, we have <laughs> we have big Gov that's force feeding um, a narrative through the lamestream media, and I think that completes the four horsemen of our uh, <laughs> dystopian apocalypse. Yeah, absolutely. Um, also, Zoom probably has some stake in this as oh, well. Oh, Zoom's got their slimy little virtual fingers all over yeah. this. Yeah, it's crazy that, like, it's so obvious that these apps were going to, like, blow up. But in March 2020, you knew all we cared about was, like, can we wipe our apps? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't even think about, like, investing in them. Yeah, I'm still wondering if I can. I know. Are uh, you, uh, if we have to be, or if we're forced back into the office, you know, on our day-to-day, nine-to-five, are you going to um, delete the Zoom app off your computer? Immediately. <laughs> that that app is getting rent evicted from my MacBook Pro. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, all this vaccine talk um, got me thinking about organic species, Ty. And I can't help but notice that you're wearing a new shirt today, uh, which you briefly told me about earlier. Can you give the listeners a little breakdown? Yeah, I got... I'm, so what I'm wearing is it's just a green, like, long sleeve <laughs> t-shirt. But I ordered it from... Uh, Pangaea, the material science company, and it is made out of seaweed. <laughs> so not only does Ty love his sandwiches to be vegetarian, but also his textiles. Mm-hmm. I usually buy all my uh, designer new, or sorry, used, but <laughs> I, uh, because I like to, I, I don't like the idea of introducing new textiles to this earth, but this is like the first like brand new piece of clothing I bought in a little while now, and I oh, thought wow. it would be appropriate if I'm introducing new fabric to our um our world it should be from it should be compostable i can compost this t-shirt isn't that crazy i don't know if you can read what it says on it can you read that this t-shirt is made from seaweed and organic cotton with just a touch of natural peppermint Mm -hmm. so the peppermint deodorizes the shirt so that i need to Mm -hmm. i don't need to wash it as much that's a great little billboard to be wearing around to uh to various nightclubs because you can you know pull up on shorty and say like look, my, my shirt's made of peppermint, and then they'll, like, lean in for a little sniff. Mm-hmm. You got a sniff. <laughs> yeah. 
and then once they smell the Hermes, uh, you know, mixed with that peppermint, mm-hmm. dude, it's game over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Too easy. Yeah, we're um, one 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 uh step closer to doing some tonsil hockey, you know. <laughs> <laughs> doing doing some nasty stuff. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I can't see any other outcome when uh, when Shorty digs digs her nose into your armpit to yeah. give that peppermint a little whiff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty um, cool. I after purchasing this shirt, though, I thought like if they can make shirts out of seaweed, what other compostable like material would mm-hmm. be resilient enough to become textile? And I thought about like um, there's certain vegetables at Subway that never expire. Like, have you some some are bad granted some are bad vegetables tomatoes <laughs> bad cucumbers bad pickles mm-hmm. bad anything that's got like a sogginess to is like decomposing live in front of you mm-hmm. but have you ever ever seen a bad green pepper at subway oh you, green peppers yeah, i've never last one. really long damn I'm, yeah i know i've never been like damn those green peppers nasty skip no yeah. i'm always getting extra of those yeah not only that tie but I realized that the other colors of um, like peppers, those are different levels of like ripeness. Is really? That cap? <laughs> no, I, dude, you're fucking pulling pulling my my pulling foot. Your <laughs> I'm pulling pulling on your footy right now. You're, you're tugging on my my footy. Yeah, I'm yanking your toe. Um, but <laughs> but Ty, is it possible that if you like get a green one, that's like the most like not ripe? pepper and so therefore it lasts the longest like is that a strategic play by subway i don't know what adult lied to you about this but i'm pretty <laughs> sure the different colors of peppers are different for varietals of the species mm, right so <laughs> much like the uh much like the veggie patty at subway you know there's different varietals some might be in season some might not be mm-hmm. yeah exactly okay yeah, uh, great. but i do think the bell pepper is the has the best opportunity to become clothing uh maybe the black olives too because those things are pretty resilient uh, your seaweed shirt or a green pepper shirt will be more resilient to some sweet onion dripping down right on the middle of your chest because i think with your seaweed shirt i don't know how well that would last with the acidity just that's found in a subway sandwich it's really tough to say because green peppers are used to rubbing shoulders with the sweet onion sauce and they don't break down they're very very resilient however kelp thrives <laughs> on the ocean floor it's surrounded by fluid all day mm-hmm. so theoretically <laughs> it would also be resilient yeah dude thank god they added that peppermint because otherwise you'd be walking around smelling like spongebob <laughs> <laughs> like, damn this guy just annihilated another tuna sub what the fuck <laughs> yeah dude what's wrong with this guy who's this plankton looking ass <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't want to be like my personal brand associated too much with SpongeBob. I don't. I don't like that look on me. Me neither. I think uh, you're more of a Mr. Krabs kind of guy. Yeah. Yeah, he's about his bag. <laughs> yeah, I've heard, that, uh, a... I've heard that I'm he... a little bit more like Squidward, um, mostly because of my big nose, and then also I'm a bit of a downer in social. You're a bit situation. of a downer. Yeah, I would agree <laughs> yeah. with that. Uh, you're a bit. You're quite lanky too. You're always mm-hmm. dressed in neutrals, which is a. Uh, that is true. Not, not unlike our, our, our friend Squidward. 
Yeah, Squidward does dress with the best color palette out of all the characters. Mm. Um, yeah, he does. You know, He's got the sharpest fits. Yeah. Sandy, uh, you know, she's got the Balenciaga astronaut suit on, which is mm-hmm. quite cool. Um, mm-hmm. The Heron Preston collab mm-hmm. <laughs> with Mercedes Benz. But um, <laughs> that's a really accurate, <laughs> well done. <laughs> it totally looks like a Heron fit. Yeah. Um, but what did you think of all the Met Gala looks, Ty? We had um, the Met Gala last night, the first Monday. Mm-hmm. Is it supposed to be the first Monday in May? Is that supposed to be the Met Gala? Why is it in September? I don't know. Uh, I do know that they snubbed podcasters this year again. <laughs> yeah, no podcasters are the new creatives. Yeah. Wow. So Because we're not a visual media. I mean, the, the idea here is that we're painting pictures with sound, sound, sound. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, we, were in, we should start our own gala with authors and poets, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. who hide behind their words. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So who who's missing from Hikala? Obviously, we we are. Um, I think our invite got lost in the mail. Um, you know, my my neighbor has a similar name to me, so he probably got it. Um, mm-hmm. But but who else was missing? Obviously, you know, big big Rogan, big Joe Rogi was missing. Um, could have used a little bit of Dax Shepard. I don't know. Little who Dax else? <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't see Michelle Obama rolling up there. I didn't see that call me daddy girl. So. I don't know. No, no potties at the Met Gala. So that makes me want to boycott. But I don't know. I, I wouldn't mind an invite. Uh, what did you think about the, the Met Gala fits? What, did you have a favorite fit? Um, <laughs> well, Ty, I had to, you know, really take this in yesterday and go through each one of them one by one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have to say that Frank Ocean, you know, carrying his food baby into the Met Gala was quite impressive um (laughs) uh what about you yeah there was something perverse about that food baby i felt like (laughs) it reminded it's kind of like when you order avocado at subway that's kind of what it reminded me of is like you got this like special thing with you that you have to like now you you have the burden of it but it's also a a joyful responsibility Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely Um, i really like uh travel uh ASAP Rocky, I thought he he looked like my veggie patty. <laughs> a little yeah, bit of like brown colorful. and spots of color, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So I also, was he uh, was he just draped in like like a carpet type thing that he just like let let loose at one point? Yeah, I'm not sure who the designer was, but he just looked like he got rescued from a fire, and then they put a quilt around him <laughs> to keep him warm. Oh yeah, or like from a tornado mm-hmm. much like the space blanket that our footlongs come in uh asap rocky was wrapped up like a babushka boy mm-hmm. i also thought that a uh, little nas x three-part versace outfit was a nice metaphor for my three experiences with my bread at subway <laughs> it starts out beautiful like really nice smells really eye-catching and then mm-hmm. it goes in the toaster and emerges this like hard, crusty, glossy, kind of like mm-hmm. his armored suit. And then finally, as you bite into it, you reveal this kind of soft, supple inners that is complemented by the vegetables and the sauces. And that's really when it comes to life. You see the true flavors of your sandwich. <laughs> so I really thought that that was a nice parallel 
that narrative. That's that's wild. Um, because I immediately thought of the three ways that a subway sandwich is wrapped. Um, because you know, obviously, you get you get it in the bag, and then once you take it out of the bag, there's like a thick layer of paper with branding on it, and mm-hmm. then once you unwrap that, you are presented with a smaller piece of paper that is unmarked, uh, much like an unmarked van, and then you uh, once you flip that <laughs> open, that's where you find your sandwich upside down. So beautiful. So, you know, there's three parts to every story, beginning, middle, and end. And that doesn't mm-hmm. stop at Subway. That's a good point. I guess <laughs> you could really draw a parallel between this outfit and any three-part story. <laughs> exactly. But, um, I mean, like, both his outfit and my sandwich are the same color as C-3PO, so. Mm-hmm. Piss yellow. Piss yellow. Um, <laughs> they call it Italian. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they call it golden brown. Can I order um, some of that? What what cheese you want? Can you want piss yellow? <laughs> oh yes, baby. You got piss yellow cheddar, baby. Mm-hmm. Um, but Ty also, you know, Kim and Kanye pulled up. They showed out as usual. They pulled up in an all black fit by Balenciaga. They were fully masked up, like head to toe. Mm-hmm. So almost like showing up as anonymous. And if it wasn't for Kim's rear end, you probably wouldn't even guess who it was, but it, it was pretty obvious when she had turned around. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but Ty, I have to, you know, this got me wondering, would you order a $5 mystery sub from Subway? <laughs> wow. Segways are weird. Um, <laughs> it is fascinating though that, uh, Kim has been able to market her body so well that you could identify it just solely on the silhouette. Mm-hmm. That's pretty impressive. I couldn't do that with any part of my body. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's well, there's the one part time. maybe. <laughs> it's not. It's the only. It's not the only time people have used proportions to their advantage when it comes to marketing. You True. Know, we got the we have the twelve inch sandwich, for example. Yeah, that's a good point. Mighty melt. Um, <laughs> Okay, so the question is, would you order a mystery sandwich? And I love this idea. I need to know, though, who is the chef behind the Balenciaga Black Curtain? <laughs> um, so who is your sandwich artist? Or who is the, who is the woman with the fatty? <laughs> what are we talking about? Uh, is this mystery sandwich being prepared by a certified sandwich boy? an artist (laughs) aka an artist or is it being prepared by a like a celebrity guest like you who like by mystery sandwich i need to know the source of the sandwich inspiration that's all Mm, i don't even know what's in it that would be really fun if i was given the opportunity to make it for you um but i think for let's just say that for the simplicity of the question it is your average anonymous subway sandwich artist and this guy is you know non-binary he doesn't <laughs> identify with either gender he is a they them or sh- i guess they they are a they them and uh you know they're purely just there to make your sandwich and that's it mm-hmm. would you still order a five dollar mystery sub yeah i think it would i would I, it's actually a um, fantasy of mine to have the sandwich artist participate in what did they call it at japanese restaurants omakase mm-hmm. absolutely so it's a whole tasting experience mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> i think i think it would be really fun it would be interesting to see when the sandwich artist 
is unchained <laughs> what they can what they can create mm-hmm. they must know all the hacks like obviously they need to play it somewhat safe for for sensitive tie mm-hmm. sense sense tie yeah, it um, needs to be palatable of course it has to be palatable for his uh, vegetarian palate um but you know he must know what veggies are in season mm-hmm. what's uh you know what's the latest scoop of avocado but you're also like that. putting your life you're putting your the rest of your day in the hands of somebody who is like working their first job and <laughs> and like probably doesn't want to be there and is like just i don't know smells like like meat <laughs> straight up though it's my day on the line but it's his reputation oh shit he so, ain't getting the tip either way yeah. though <laughs> no he's not but you don't want to be the only thing worse than being a sandwich artist is being a bad sandwich artist mm-hmm. wow like you can't even make the simplest meal mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's one thing to like fail out of art school mm-hmm. compared to like just going there in the first first place you know mm-hmm. but that's a lot of responsibility because you are say you're used to like building a recipe from from a recipe right you're just like mm-hmm. assembling things like yeah like, give me let, let me get like 12 slices of this salami all right yeah like, you bet like you'll just put that on the bet on the bread for you but mm-hmm. Suddenly, someone comes in and they're like, "You make this up. <laughs> like, what do you like? What do you even start with? It's like I gotta ask you a whole interview. Like, I gotta, I gotta talk to you for two hours first. Like, it's like what you know, what kind of uh, car do you drive? Like, I need to know these things. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Get, tell me about your socioeconomic status and <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, what's your credit score? Like, I can't give you the chicken maker ranch off for it. Yeah, like I think I think you need to come over to my place. We need to swap twenty three and me results, and then like I can get back to you with something mm-hmm. that's like culturally sensitive. Exactly. Too. What makes you laugh? What makes you cry? I need to know mm-hmm. all the details. Yeah, have I don't you, know. Have you ever I... have you ever just blacked out and cried over some lettuce? <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe the metaphorical kind. Mm-hmm. Uh, question for you though: If you got a mystery sandwich. You take a few big bites of this mofo. Do you think you would be able to <laughs> identify every ingredient in it? Do you think you could, from taste, oh. extract the blueprint of that sandwich? Without looking? Without looking. You're blindfolded. You're Kim K oh, blindfolded shit. right now. you got the black Balenciaga gimp mask mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a really tall ask. I think it's next to impossible with you know assuming that the sandwich artist puts two to three sauces in the sandwich i mm-hmm. think it's next to impossible to taste anything beyond the sauce mm-hmm. um at the at most i can identify the meat selection um but when it comes down to like olive or or green pepper mm-hmm. at that point it's all mushed together and i, I think i would probably get like 75 percent of the sandwich what how about the bread do you think you'd be able to identify the bread right oh, yeah off nostril yeah. alone. Wow. <laughs> I agree. There's only like two breads now anyway, so. That's true. It's so simple. <laughs> they dumbed it down for us. Yeah. In fact. Uh, yeah, we're nothing but a dumb customer. Uh, I, could do the, I could do the sauces, obviously. It's the most mm-hmm. potent part of the experience. Mm-hmm. I don't know about the meats. I haven't had the meats in a long time. I would mm-hmm. assume that they all taste the same. They all taste sweaty and salty. More or less. 
Mm-hmm. Just different le- degrees of sweat and salt. <laughs> it's like kind of <laughs> balanced. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, is it cured or is it just dipped in sweat? <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Obviously, there's some like standout sandwiches like the meatball marinara that just oh. has like such a presence on that menu that you can't mm-hmm. avoid it. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you think you could um, determine the length of the sandwich by just touching it with your eyes closed? <laughs> I think I know my way around six inches. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes. Uh, the um the vegetables though that's the tricky part. That's like the intermediate to expert level, um, game. So I think the trick here is about it's not about flavor. It's about texture. You really need to like tongue them up mm-hmm. to figure out what the vegetable is. Would you um say you bought a sandwich and you didn't know what bread was on it? Would you accept that free sandwich under the condition that you had to um, guess what type of bread it was by licking the top of it in public? <laughs> yes. And next time we go to Subway, we're playing this game. <laughs> <laughs> and if you get it right, then next sandwich is on me as well. Wow. I love the idea wow. of playing tonsil hockey with your foot long. Mm-hmm, middle of, exactly. Middle of a public space. Oh, yeah. COVID safe, baby. Mm-hmm. Um, can, can I get a lick? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ty, we gotta we gotta cut it short today. I think we gotta run somewhere now. But um, yeah, it's a wrap. You want to say it's a sandwich? It's a wrap. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's everything. Thanks for listening today, breadheads. Sorry for the glitches. Uh, we hope you were able to follow along and enjoyed us. If you like following us, make sure to follow us on all the social media platforms we're on instagram we're on twitter we're even on OnlyFans. um there's some sweet nipple action on there mm-hmm. and my uh my goal for this podcast episode is for you to to all be confused why ty said there's glitches because i'm gonna edit them all out oh well done then eric, <laughs> te- our, our technically literate producer eric is here here for us so thank you eric mm-hmm. snaps for eric everybody mm-hmm. thank you <laughs> And if you know exactly what Ty's talking about, then I am sorry. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Think fresh, everybody. Ciao.